You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the Guy Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want you to take this moment right now, if you are not subscribed, to subscribe to our podcast. Wherever you are listening right now, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. Shout out to all of our listeners, to all of our viewers watching us on YouTube and checking out the visual there um be sure to subscribe like comment share do all of the things and you know we're just excited for all of our new listeners and all of our um you know new people just joining us on this ride um thank you so much for listening to the god life culture podcast yeah and you know for their new listeners for the people that have been with us from the beginning from the people that have been with us through the whole journey you know it's been really great especially with you know each year we try to do a little something different yeah you know we try to amp up the volume a little bit more um so we're excited and we know that you guys are appreciative of you know little things that we add here and there yeah absolutely so definitely stay listening stay connected stay tuned uh you know we have a lot more in store a lot of great conversations and you know we want you guys to definitely be a part of it all right but um we started this last week right yeah. i'm talking about uh different music features um and people that are releasing uh new music and projects and last week we spoke about maverick city and we have another one this week so eddie let us know about the music feature for this week yeah so you may remember her from one of our episodes from last year we had destiny marco with us and she was speaking to us about her upbringing and you know how she got into music and what she was doing and you know she spoke about a project that she was putting together and she has released that project it's called antes y después she has a track called antes y después as well she has songs like estaba ahí um cinderella estoy aquí no puedo she has a song even with um lucia parker um called en the uh so check out her music it's really cool too antes y después goes in and out of english as well which is one of those things that we've spoken about with her and we've spoken about with other people as well yeah that we had last year which is the idea of the fluidity in the language where we have people who worship in english worship in spanish or worship in portuguese and even with the same tracks they either go in and out of that or they have one track in english one track in spanish and vice versa so be sure to check out antes y después by destiny marco So, Miguel, do we have another music feature to share with everybody? Yes, we do. And this is, again, from a returning guest. He was on the podcast last year as well. Um, Actually, one of our top episodes, you know, that was streamed. And it is Zach Webb. Zach Webb has released a new song titled Found. And, um, you know, it was awesome listening, you know, to the song, but also just seeing his excitement as he was releasing it. Right. (laughs) Um, I think that's something that, you know, uh, it's always great to see the excitement in people when they're releasing something that they believe in, when they're releasing something that they work so hard for. And, um, I just remember him posting up that the song already had like half a million streams in just, you know, a few, you know, days of its release. So definitely shout out to Zach Webb on his new single titled found. And, um, you know, one of the songs, lyrics a part of the song that definitely um you know got to me was the part that says all the days that i thought that i'd never get through searching for answers all along it was you sorry for all the times that i ignored you i can't imagine a moment to be 
without you. Hmm. So definitely go and check out Zach Webb and his new song, Found. Yeah, so make sure you check out both of those music features and tune in next week to see who else we have uh, to share with each and every one of you. So yesterday was Mother's Day. Yes. Um, and I think it's a holiday that depending if you're the mom or the dad or the kid or the whoever, you know, there's there's a different sense of responsibility or urgency when it comes to it. Uh, but I think overall, at the end of the day, really what it comes to Mother's Day is honoring the moms that are out there. Um, and, you know, the I think the idea of mom is something that for different people may mean different things. So when you hear the word mom, what is it that comes to mind for you? Immediately, my mom comes to mind, <laughs> um, uh, you know, but I think in general, um, you know, when you think of the word mom, I just I think of, you know, someone who loves. Right. Yeah. Um, unconditionally, um, you know, a ca- uh, someone who cares and nurturer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but definitely when I think of the word mom or hear the word mom, my mom is definitely the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. And I think that I think. For most people, that's what it really is. Yeah. It's really, especially if you had a great relationship with your mom and your mom was part of your life, immediately you think of your mom. Uh, for other people, maybe a grandparent. Uh, it could be an aunt, and uncle. Uh, it could be a person that they just looked at as a mother figure because you know i think that at the end of the day the idea of mom is fluid in itself as well because everybody's um family structures not everybody's family structures is the same yeah some people have traditional families mom dad brother sister that thing others because of whatever reason their tree or their structure of family uh looks a little different but tomorrow yesterday was a day that Regardless of if it was your biological mom, if it was your spiritual mom, if it was your play cousin mom, whatever the situation was, you know, you did take a day to send them a little text. So you did take a day to give them a call or to, you know, reach out to them or spend the day with them uh, because, you know, it's it's like that thing where, you know, honestly, you should be honoring your mom all yeah. year round, 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, type of a situation. But sometimes you forget or sometimes you don't give it the importance as you should. And Mother's Day is a good day to do that yeah and it's awesome because it's one day where you're you know intentionally doing this right yeah but hopefully this is something that you practice on the norm yes. right that every now and then you know we get caught up in the busyness of life and all the things that are happening um you know every now and then let's remember to just let those people know around us that we yeah. love them that we care for them that you know we're grateful for them so when it comes to specifically mothers and mm. mother's day i think that you know mother's day is just kind of that one day where you intentionally make that effort yeah um you know to let her, her know mm. how much you love her and appreciate her yeah you know and i think um you know for me i think growing up it was always a big deal right mm. as a kid um you know my dad was always very much like you know mother's day is coming around you know what are we gonna do what are we gonna get and you know i just remember like you know having vivid memories of just like you know helping my dad make breakfast mm-hmm. like that was the whole thing you know like mm-hmm. breakfast in bed and you know all of that so um it's it's something that it's great to have those memories kind of growing up, like doing those things. Um, And then it's interesting now, you know, being an adult Mm -hmm. when, you know, I don't live in, in, you know, their house anymore or anything like that. It's just interesting how that dynamic changes and how you have to, you know, keep the same principles and ideas and kind of that same um, heart behind what you did, but it's just something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like, I may not be there in the morning to like, you know, help my dad make breakfast. Right. Mm. But it's just different. Like, what am I doing now? Mm. You know what I mean? To help, um, you know, and just kind of make that day special for her. So I think yeah. as you grow and evolve as well, that whole idea of how you celebrate mother's day, 
you know, changes. Yeah. And I think it changes from person to person as well, where there are, you know, it's like the idea of love languages where there's moms that appreciate that. Like they love the, I'm not, when I wake up, I want my little mesita with my flour and my pancakes and my this and my that. Um, And then there's other parents, uh, other moms that, you know, they love to receive a gift or they just want you there. Like they don't even want you to make anything. They're like, no, I'll make the breakfast. I just want you there. Let's spend the day together. And, you know, you know the language that communicates best with your mom. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you can do all of that, get her a gift, make her breakfast, lunch and dinner. Don't be making her breakfast, made two pancakes. And then now you're expecting her to make Mother's Day dinner. <laughs> like that's messed up. Don't do that. Right. Uh, you know, so it's kind of like you catering to them because at the end of the day, I think we speak about the things that make some a good mom. Oh, she's loving, she's caring, she's attentive, she's fun. Uh, but I think that there are a lot of stresses that moms go through um, that maybe other people don't. You know, I think that mothers um, have this sense of care of and attention and, you know, wanting their kids to always be safe, wanting their kids to always be, you know, giving their best foot forward. You know, no matter how old a kid is, like you're not in your house no more. I'm not in my mom's house no more either. You know, there's always a sense of worry. Like, are yeah. they okay? Are they doing good? You know, especially if you have a spiritual mom, they're always praying for you. They're always, you know, so there's like a lot of stress that goes into being a mom. Um, you know, when you take into consideration the the fact that they had to carry you for nine months or at least nine months, depending if you're a preemie or not, right. um, <laughs> you know, and then had to care for you. Um, and, you know, there are parents. And I think we see a lot of this more now where, you know, dads are taking more of a present role in mm-hmm. like, child um upbringing and stuff like that or whatever but you know traditionally i think that especially in a latino community it was always like it's the mom's responsibility to care of the kids the dad goes out to work you know there's a lot of stress that goes into being a mom um that i don't think one day is good enough to highlight that but at least we have a day uh to give them their little you know not their little they're huge flowers yeah. uh, for everything they do for us yeah like you said i think there's just something specific about the love of a mother yeah right um and the care that can really only come from her right and i think you know there are moments um that i i think of where you know my mom was there for me and you know moments where you know both my parents were right but it's almost like they're just special moments where it's like you kind of need your mom or you want your mom's acknowledgement or your mom's care or love in that moment you know um and i think there are just also times in life where you look back and you know you remember just how much you know they cared and how much you know uh your mom was just there for you and in specific moments you know what i mean um you know i look back at the time when um I had first gotten diagnosed with diabetes. I was like 13 years old and just that whole process, you know, my mom was the one that took me to the doctor, Mm. you know what I mean? And then from there, she was the one that took me to the hospital and she was the one that stood, you know, there with me and Mm. all of that, you know? So I, those are memories that I think of that, you know, aren't, let's say the best or the most happiest times Mm -hmm. of my life. Right. But I didn't go through it by myself, Yeah, you know? And I, have always told her that she is, you know, one of the strongest, you know, women that I know, um, you know, because of the things that she's been through both, you know, just in her own life growing up, um, you know, with having like, you know, different uh, diseases and illnesses and, you know, seeing like, you know, um, just that trajectory, right. Or hearing about it, not seeing it, hearing, <laughs> right. Um, her stories about just, you know, growing up and all of that. And then, you know, knowing um, the things that she's been through now, like even just with, 
her kids, with me, my brother, um, you know, and our health and different things like that. Then seeing the transition from that into like pastorship and, you know, seeing how she's handled, you know, adversity and how she's handled conflict um, is definitely there's so much strength there, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think a lot of times when we talk about mothers and children, I think it can be focused on like the mother daughter bond mm-hmm. right and although i'm sure there's that mother-daughter bond i think there is also that you know special connection between a mother and her son or her yeah. sons you know that's awesome and very special that i think sometimes can get overlooked right mm-hmm. and can kind of get pushed to the side but definitely um you know looking back i think that you'll remember you know moments where your mom was there yeah you know and our moms all show love differently. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There are moms that could be very affectionate. You know, there are moms that probably aren't as affectionate as others, but still have a way of letting you know that yeah. they care. Still yeah, have yeah. a way of letting you know that they're there for you, that they yeah. love you. You know what I mean? So it's kind of appreciating all of those things mm-hmm. and knowing that, you know, especially if maybe you weren't as close to your mom growing up for whatever reason or another, you know, hoping that your parents kind of did the best they could yeah. with the knowledge they had, with the resources they had, with the experience they had. Yeah. And, you know, um, hoping that, there's a way to kind of mend that and make that better now. Yeah. And I think that that as an adult, um, it's, it's important to be able to look back and see those things, you know, because at the end of the day, there isn't a manual that's given to parents. There isn't a manual that's given to mom. That's like, here are the 33 things that you need to do in order to be an effective parent. I'm pretty sure there's some manual you go to Barnes and Nobles and find something, but it's not the same thing. Um, and a lot of times moms are created, um, based off of experiences that they had their childhood. Did they have a mom to look up to? Did they have females around them? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Were they good experiences? Were they bad experiences? You know, the, the circumstances around them becoming a mom, you know, there's so many different different uh, things and experiences that influence who they were and who they become after giving birth. And we see this even in the Bible. You know, the Bible has many examples of women who were moms. Um, you know, we're going to go from the beginning. We speak about Eve. <laughs> yeah. The first mom, the mom of all moms mm-hmm. uh, was out there. And, you know, yes, when they were in the Garden of Eden, um, you know, there they had a great relationship with God and they got to spend time with God and to see him and all that other stuff. Uh, but, you know, even essence was the first mom that was out there that didn't actually technically have a mom, you know? So, you know, it's like, and I look at Eve as someone who represents the women who grew up without a mom, you know, whether their mom passed away or whether they didn't have a great relationship with their mom, whatever the situation was, you know, she was kind of put out there and it's kind of like, you got to figure it out. You know, you got to let the mother instincts kick in. Um, and you know, you do the best that you can given that. Um, and I've seen that a lot. I've seen women, you know, step up to the plate, same thing with men, but now it's a mom's day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen women step up to the plate and have to really rely on their motherly instincts to be the best mom that they could be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, again, there are times where, you know, like you said, you may not have had that example. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's almost like, especially as Christians or believers, I think that that's the one thing that, again, we can rely on. Yeah. That if you were to find yourself in that situation where Mm. you are just like, oh, my goodness, I'm a mother. I don't know (laughs) what I'm doing. You know, that we truly can, you know, lean on God for that direction. And I'm sure that, you know in those moments of just crying out in those moments of just asking, you know, for help, which 
you know, all moms do mm-hmm. at one point or another, yeah. you know, um, God definitely comes through, you yeah. know, and you know, th- that was speaking about Eve. Then we go and move on to Moses, mom, Jochebed, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Which is a whole different situation, yes. right. Where, um, you know, it's funny because it, it's so true that she's not really talked about as much, mm-hmm. right. When we talk about women in the Bible, we go to, you know, we'll say Eve sometimes. Mm, we'll talk Ruth. about Mary, yeah. Ruth, Deborah, the yeah. warrior, you know, like princess, <laughs> like, you know, like all yeah. of that. And um, it's like we we don't mention Jochebed, Moses's mother. You yeah, know, yeah. like this, she's not the first one that comes to mind. But in essence, the strength that she had, mm. right, to, um, in you know, in essence, give her baby up, yes. right, place her child, her baby in the Nile River, mm. right, um and fully trusting in God and mm. fully trusting that God had a plan and a purpose in his life. And then we end up seeing how, you know, it worked out in her favor later yeah. on that she was able to like meet with him again and all of that. Um, there's strength there, mm-hmm. right? There's, you know, a boldness there. And um, I think mothers exhibit that trait all the time. Yeah. I mean, I also think of, you know, and I look at it as a, as a non-traditional way of adoption, You know, like she was a mom who had to give her child up, you know, because the circumstances around her keeping him did not keep him safe. And Mm -hmm. she loved him enough to know that she needed to let him go. And I think that there are moms out there that have had to make that decision to put their children up for adoption or to give their child to a family member that can better take care of them. And then vice versa. You know, the Pharaoh's daughter, you know, found him, took him in, took care of him. You know, obviously, you know, his his mother, his biological mother was part of that as well. Uh, But we have adoptive moms out there as well who have stepped up to the plate and have taken care of kids that didn't technically come out of them, but they feel like they did um you know and those are those motherly instincts that i speak about that you know when you love someone and or you love a child as if your own it does not matter if they're blood or not you will still go tooth and nail to defend them and to provide them with the best that you can give them yeah and it's funny because then later in the bible we see the writer in hebrews 11 the mm-hmm. whole faith chapter by faith this person by faith that person she yeah. gets a shout out yeah she you does know what I mean? true. yeah and yeah. It basically saying that you know she did what she needed to do to save her son yes. who then in turn god used to save his people yeah you know so it's almost like again those tough decisions that mothers sometimes have to make um you know, they may not see the results of it right away. They may not see the fruits of their labor right away, but they have to trust if this is what God moved you to do, if this is the decision you had to make because of the circumstances you were in, you have to trust and have that hope that God will see it through. Yeah. You know, and I think another example of a mom in the Bible is Bathsheba, um, who is an interesting story. Um, I think because of the story behind how David saw her, lusted after her, decided to have her, and then mm-hmm. arranged the whole situation with getting her husband technically killed. Killed, right? Um, you know, and there was a child that was conceived of that that didn't come into fruition. Um, but then they did wind up having another kid together, which was Solomon. Um, so we do see that cycle again of you know untraditional situations happening where moms are either put in situations or they put themselves situation everybody's right. story is different um where maybe that wasn't the best way or maybe that wasn't the traditional way of you getting with someone and conceiving a child but at the end of the day regardless of what the backstory is you still step up to the plate and you're there for your child and we see you know solomon like 
Come on. Like, there's so much that you can say from Solomon's life who yeah. came out as a byproduct of Bathsheba and David together. Yeah, one of the greatest kings, one of yeah. the wisest people. You yes. know what I mean? Um, and then, interestingly enough, again, with Bathsheba, you know, we know that David, his line leads to Jesus. Yes, yes, You know yes. what I mean? And Bathsheba is actually one of the people that is mentioned in she Jesus's is. line. You yeah, know, I think she's like one of line. two females. Or I think it's five. There's one only five, five yes. females mentioned, yes. and she's one of them. So again, someone that I think the people at the time, yeah. you know, probably were gossiping about and had rumors about, and were probably murmuring because of her situation and mm -hmm. what they were hearing, and you know, the devastation that she also went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think we can all relate to the idea of making mistakes and having consequences and suffering those consequences. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, in her case, you know, she made a mistake and there mm -hmm. were mistakes that she had made and it was a rough journey. Right. Yeah. But like you said, she ended up then having Solomon, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then later on just being mentioned as a part of, you know, Jesus's family line. So again, giving mothers today the hope if they find themselves in these circumstances where it's like man like this is not good you know what mm. i mean like how can this work and then you know i'm this person i'm dad i don't deserve you know to be a mother i'm not a good mom all of those thoughts that you know flood um minds at time you could have the hope that yeah. you know jesus can fix any situation you know there is restoration at the end you know of your story yeah and we move on to then the most popular one of the most popular <laughs> mothers mary right the mother of jesus yeah okay and um this is a, a good one you should talk about this one <laughs> <laughs> i think well you know i think that once again it's a very like non-traditional like situation that happened her being you know the immaculate conception of jesus and and, you know, and I think that we see that happen all the time. We always. <laughs> that happened. <though. laughs> right. uh, but I think it's it's more the idea of the pressure that she had to feel as a woman who had not yet been with her husband to be to give conceive a child to then try to explain that to society. Um, you know, there was definitely a pressure that she had to go with. You know, she had to deal with maybe the rumors and all that other stuff. On top of the fact that you add the layer that she was giving birth to Jesus, you know, yeah. there's a lot that Hello. she had to deal with. And that she was young. That's and that the other she was thing. young. And young that, mother. you know, she was there through his whole journey as well and seeing everything, the rise of his ministry, seeing how the people turned against him, seeing the crucifixion. Like, there's a lot that she had to deal with. Um, and, you know, we see that mothers have to go through that as well. Unfortunately, you know, I think that as a society, we would love for kids to outlive their parents. But unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. Yeah. And there are mothers who outlive their children and have to see their children go through journeys, sometimes great journeys where, unfortunately, a sickness happens or accident happens, or they have to see their child go through, like, really tough times and try to be there for them and try to support them and try to guide them. And, you know, I think those are the th those are the things that when we're speaking about moms are the things that they have to deal with, because no matter how upset they could be at their child, they'll still love them. And, you know, and that's not the situation between Mary and Jesus. You know, she loved him and she was there for him and she supported him in his ministry and all of that. But to see what he had to go through, especially at the end of his life on Earth. Yeah. You know, that's something that no mother wants to see or an experience. And regardless, even if she was so certain, like, no, this is, you know, the son of God and he's going to resurrect and you know he's going to be so powerful even though she was faith faithful enough in understanding that that was right that that was going to happen that doesn't remove the fact that she had to mourn him that doesn't yeah. remove the fact that she had to see him go through all those things and that hurt her as well so yeah. you know shout out to mary that's why she's the original og right no, right. no oh, it's Eve true he was going to have a problem with that yeah, statement. <laughs> yeah. but again it's the idea yeah. that 
Um, I'm sure every mother would love to protect their child yeah. from, you know, the contamination of life, from yes. the trials, the dark moments. And I'm sure even if I asked my mom, you yeah. know, all the times and the things that I've been through through the years, I'm sure if she could have just, you know, took that away, mm. she would have. Right. And there were things that even from, you know, the mother's perspective that they have to watch their children go through that they necessarily yes. can't take it away from them they can't even honestly go through the journey for them mm -hmm. you know what i mean they can be there with them but there are things that the children will have to face on their own yeah. there are things that we face on our own that we don't have our moms for yeah, you know what true. i mean that we have to go through and it's almost like that surrender and that acknowledgement and that trust that mothers need to have to know that their kids are truly in god's hands yeah you know that's tough you know yeah, what sure. I mean? And that does take a lot of trust in God. We look at Mary's situation, having to flee with Jesus. Mm -hmm. How many times that happened? And then the time where she like lost him and Jesus bounced yes. and was in the temple and she was looking <laughs> for him. Out. You know what I mean? Like there's so yeah. many moments. You know, I remember watching the passion of the Christ mm. when, you know, it came out and the way they depicted Mary mm. and just kind of the emotion and how she had to look at everything and view everything and watch her son, like you said, suffer. Mm. Um, that was a lot. Yeah. You know, and the idea that she knew these, she knew the story. Mm -hmm. She knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. But again, like you said, um, it doesn't take away from that emotion and yeah. that feeling, which I think, you know, we know that our moms have that, yeah, that yeah. emotion and that feeling, um, you know, that's expressed in different ways. Yeah. You know, and then there's, there's this group of moms in the Bible. And I think that there, you know, everything that... When it comes to the Bible, there's purpose behind everything. Everyone that is highlighted, all the stories. And when you see certain um, things occur more than once, it, there's an importance behind it. So when you hear the story of people like Sarah, Rebecca, Hannah, Elizabeth, women who were barren, women who couldn't ha had trouble conceiving, who had to pray and had to like do so many things to ask God to have them um, conceive a child. And then we see that happen. Um, you know, I think it brings hope to women who are struggling with that. You know, unfortunately, there's some women that, you know, that having a child for them is very difficult, whether it's difficult for them to conceive, whether it's difficult for them to carry, you know, those are the processes that women have to go through that men don't have to experience. Men don't have to deal with men don't have to carry that, you know, situation of, you know, feeling life and then life not being there no more. And then what that does on you emotionally and mentally. And as a woman, um, and we see these women who went through those experiences and we see them, you know, come out, testifying of God's greatness and of God's awesomeness and his power and his healing power, you know, and I think those, those are examples of women that bring other women, you know, hope and they bring other women, um, strength to understand that regardless of where you're at now, whether you're having trouble or if you're in fear of, you know, because maybe you have lost, um, children before and you, you're currently carrying, you're like, oh man, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, is, is it, am I going to come full term or am I not? Are there going to be complications? You know, these are the women that you look to for strength. And to tell you that it is going to be okay. Yes, it is difficult. Yes, there are situations that are horrible. And, you know, sometimes we question God and we're like, God, it's not fair. Why me? Why is it that I'm having so much difficulty, you know, conceiving? Um, but then these are also the moms that, man, when that baby is born, yeah. <laughs> that no matter what that child looks like, they'll be like, this is the most precious child out there. <laughs> you know, but no I matter feel like all moms. Yes. And regardless no. of. <laughs> <laughs> that went left real quick. But what I was trying to <laughs> say is, 
<laughs> that the love that they have for their kids is like nobody can tell them anything. But about we these hear kids. this when people say like that's the face only a mother can love, right? Have you heard that yes, before? Yes, yes, like, we've heard that. You know, yeah. So again, there uh, there is a special kind of love that comes from a mother. Yes, you know? but it's specifically moms that you know that had difficulty. Yes, with, absolutely. You know, carrying. I think that there is an extra love that they give yeah. because there's this there's not there's this general appreciation of oh my god is my baby I love you but then now this is the no you have no idea right what what how big of a gift you are for me mm-hmm. because I've prayed for this I've wanted this yeah. I've cried for this you know there there's another level of appreciation yeah. that's another that's like super saiyan mom right there yeah. and what I love about the bible is the idea that you can literally put yourself in these people's shoes yeah you know what I mean um if you know you find yourself a mother that is struggling right to mm. conceive and all those you know all those different things um again each of these women had different circumstances yes. sarah was old in age yeah you know what i mean and felt like you know what god had said this but it seems like my time hasn't come mm-hmm. even she you know didn't do things the right way and you know kind of uh gave up hope and was like abraham go do what you got to do to have a kid you know but it's like that's not what god had said you know but then she ended up having you Mm. know that child that promised child but then we go to someone you know like rebecca where rebecca was kind of in a different situation where Mm -hmm. rebecca you know was praying Mm -hmm. and and asking god you know for this and then she has twins Mm -hmm. so it's like you know you're praying, asking God for a child and you end up having twins mm-hmm. too, Jacob and Esau. Yeah. Then you have someone else like a Hannah who mm. was praying and praying so much that people were looking at her like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Are yeah. you drunk? You know, the idea of the people around you that tell you like, you know, time has passed. I don't think it's going to happen. You should consider mm. this. You can consider that. You should probably not do this. But if mm. you know what God has spoken, mm-hmm. you know, you stick to that. You yeah. stick to that trust, yeah. you know, and we see that Hannah was then able to, you know, Mm -hmm. to have a child. So it's almost like all of these stories with these women and and the context surrounding their situations were all so different that Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can find where you kind of fit in their story. Yeah, and I think we can't leave Elizabeth out of the equation either because, you know, the Bible speaks about how when Mary went to go visit Elizabeth, they were concerned because the baby hadn't moved. And, you know, this idea of resurrection even happening there or this idea of lord you know i haven't felt anything in a minute i'm getting nervous i'm getting scared what's going on um you know and even seeing in that where you know i remember there were like situations when we were having when we had the boys also where it was like a day was like the baby's not moving a lot you know and as a as a parent as a dad i was worried but i can yeah. imagine as a mom it's kind of like okay like let's start drinking sugar or let's start doing <laughs> this and start dancing just to get him moving um because i think that especially you know as once you give birth and once you have a child, there's always a level of worry. You're, you're, it's like the, the saying, there's a lot of people say that once you have a kid, you never really go to sleep. Like you never mm-hmm. really rest. Um, but I think that especially during those months of pregnancy, like any little thing could be a worry some moment. So even in a situation like that, where the kid isn't as active and it's like, it's not really moving and you can't see, it's like you can't see what's going on. You don't yeah. know what the situation is. Um, you know, those are things that make you nervous as a mom and as a parent. And even in that little detailed that's an example of something that was in the Bible as well. Um, you know, so it's like the, I think at the end of the day, we say all of this to say that moms are incredible. Yeah. And that we can learn from them. Yes. You know, um, being a young, a young man, being a young woman, being a child, like you can learn mm-hmm. from looking at 
mothers, you know, both in the Bible and even in your life, you know, and I think about those individuals who may not have the best relationship with their moms and may not, you know, um, have that connection with them and may be struggling, Mm. you know, um, then you have the group of people who have lost their moms and whose moms aren't here anymore and they're dealing with that, Mm. you know, so this whole idea of, you know, a mother and, you know, the idea of moms, um, it brings out emotions, different emotions for, for different everyone, people, yeah. you know, um, depending on their situation. But definitely, I think that we can learn a lot mm-hmm. from the love of a mother and ultimately knowing that, you know, to imagine the love that a mother can have for her child or for her children doesn't even compare to the love that God has for his children. Yeah. You know? Um, So when we see these examples and we think of these stories and think of our own lives and our moms were there when they did everything they had to do when, you know, they, um, you know, went crazy when they had to go crazy and they, you know, defended us when they had to defend us and all those things, just thinking that even, you know, our father, our heavenly father, you know, his love doesn't even, it doesn't even, that love of a mother, I guess you could say, doesn't even amount to the love that God has for us, you know, yeah. and can't compare. Um, so shout out to all of the moms <laughs> yes. out there. And hopefully, you know, you had a, you know, a good day yesterday, right? Or yeah. this past Mother's Day. And for those who may not have that connection or relationship and your mom is still here mm-hmm. or your children are still here, you know, we encourage you to reach out. Yes, you know, absolutely. Take that step. Um, and trust, especially that, you know, as Christians and believers trust that God sees that God is aware that God is there, that God, you know, sees all things and don't give up, you know, don't give up trying to have that relationship or have that friendship and just, you know, uh, connecting again. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I, I, it's sometimes difficult to communicate these feelings and these ideas and the idea that you want to start building a stronger relationship with another person, especially if it's your mom. So send them this podcast episode. But like, hey, mom, I saw something that reminded me of you. That's it. And then hopefully that would start a conversation amongst each other where she'll be like, oh, but why did he send this to me? Oh, that was really sweet. Thank you. Um, and, you know, take advantage of it. If that opportunity opens, take advantage of it. Don't back down, you know, and build on that relationship. Uh, because honestly, you know, especially uh, when you come to realize it that, you know, we're all human. So you're not going to have your mom forever. So for as, as long as you have her now, appreciate it um appreciate her take advantage of it um and if you haven't communicate that with her do so immediately absolutely so thank you once again for tuning in to our podcast this week um send your mom a text send her some flowers call her if you haven't <laughs> yes. right and just um show your appreciation your love and your gratitude and just don't let it be around this holiday yeah, right true um you know don't wait for father's day to be you know grateful for your dad and mm. to, you know to reach out to your dad don't wait you know for people's birthdays to come make sure yeah. that the people around you your circle of people your family that they know that you love them that yeah. you care for them and you know i've seen so many situations even you know just recently um you know within um some of my extended family of just individuals who are just going through like different health crisis and Mm -hmm. different things like that and you know your time here on
on earth really isn't guaranteed. Mm -hmm. You don't know how long you have. You don't know what your last conversation will be with the loved one. You know what I mean? So definitely, you know, make the best of it, you know? But like I said, thank you for tuning in um, this week and definitely follow us on social media. If you have Facebook or Instagram, find us at God Life Culture Podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, right, or listening to us (laughs) on the podcast app, be sure to subscribe and definitely share this podcast yeah so shout out to all the moms shout out to my mom my mother-in-law my wife who's an amazing mom um and you know what we appreciate you and everything that you do so thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the guy life culture podcast that's god God life Life culture Culture. until next time see ya bye